Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Ladies and gentlemen, basketball fans across the world, Red Nation, what's going on? It is another episode of The Dream Take presented by The Dream Shake with a very special episode because we are talking all things Rockets draft lottery. We might not be on the clock yet, but the Detroit Pistons are on the clock and then your Houston Rockets are on the clock. The second overall pick belongs to the Houston Rockets. And I'm here to talk about it with so many members of Rockets Twitter. Going to start off by introducing myself, Jeremy Brenner, host of the Dream Take presented by the Dream Shake over at SBNation.com. And I've got my co-pilot, Mr. Michael Brown here. Mike, say hey. Hey, buddy. Hello. And I've also got Ray Lucas in the house. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. And we've also got people from Gen Z Rockets. Is Nima here? Easy to go. Uh, we also have people from the Rockets lead. We have Zeke. Zeke, say hello to the people. What up, though? Absolutely. And we also have our friends from Apollo Houston. We have Lashard Binkley up on stage. Lashard, what's going on, man? How's it going? 
And I believe that is all for now. But we are going to have uh, some listeners that are in with us that were listening to us live here on Spotify Greenroom come and share their thoughts about what the Rockets are going to be up to this offseason with the number two overall pick. Going to go on with this pick. So I guess I'll just start it off with, uh, with Lashard over here with Apollo Houston. Lashard. So obviously, you know, you would have loved the number one pick, right? Of course. But number two is the best thing except for number one. So what was your initial thought when it sunk in? Rockets got the number two pick. So I would say for a brief second, I was disappointed. But if you really look at it, Evan Mobley is a versatile player that's going to be able to improve something that the Rockets needed help on, um, I would say right away, and it was the interior defense. They were probably one of the worst interior defense team in the league last year. But Evan Mobley can also play off of pick and rolls. He's also he he was the best shot blocker in the nation last year, um, and he's only just going to improve. He's going to actually you know put on more muscle when he gets in the NBA, and he's going to be able to help Christian Wood move over to the power four, where I think that's actually a more natural position. So I know Rockets fans going to be disappointed not getting Kay Cunningham. But I think in two or three years, Evan Mobley can definitely be an all-star type player. So uh, at the end of the day, I mean, you're still keeping your pick. You're still able to get a a guy that's going to right away going to be your starting center. So I think once people calm down and get over the disappointment, I think people realize that, you know, bringing in Evan Mobley is definitely a win after this horrible last year. Yeah, we also have Britt here joining us also from Apollo. Uh, Britt. Uh, first initial thoughts on the number two pick. What are your thoughts? Well, initially, and I have been saying for weeks that I I felt like they were going to lose their pick. So I am incredibly happy that we have the number two pick. It's better than having no pick. um, Well, other than the late round picks for the first round. Um, Other than that, I, I, I think that you know, whichever person that we that gets chosen after Kay Cunningham is going to be a good addition to the Rockets. So, I'm- yeah. So obviously, a lot of mock drafts have Evan Mobley lined up, but there are some people that might be Team Jalen Green. So, is if you are Team Jalen Green, flap your mic for me uh, on stage so I can give you a chance. I've got Don here. He's a uh, he's a longtime listener, uh, huge guy on Rockets Twitter. So, Don. Your team, Jalen Green. Why Green over Mobley? I think Mobley definitely has a lot of the unicorn type elements to his game, but I think the last week has really showed me, and some people have already kind of said they don't agree with this, but it, it really is a wing league, and you really need a wing scorer to to take your team over the the top. And Christian Wood already, we have him in that forward center kind of hybrid role. I think we could get someone like a, a Rashawn Holmes or maybe like a Nerlens Noel to fill in that center role. And then we can have KPJ at point guard, Jalen Green at shooting guard, and then Tate or Kenny Martin Jr. at the three. And that's a good start, good foundation. Yeah, I mean, obviously getting a top four pick is right. Like what that's what Britt said, right? You know, it's way better than not having a pick at all. And to be number two, you're going to have a chance to get a really, really good player, whether it be Evan Mobley, whether it be Jalen Green. I think it's pretty obvious that it's going to be one of those two guys if the Rockets were to keep the pick. There were talks uh, from Woj that said the Rockets were going to consider trading the pick, which I personally don't think is going to happen. But does anyone else think that maybe uh, trading the pick for a potential 
current superstar or something different might be what's worth uh might be what it's worth if you agree with that flash your mic uh and i can get you to speak i've got tony here uh tony what what do you think if the rockets were to trade number two what benefit do you think they could get out of that uh i think that um if you if you're going to trade the number two pick they what you're what you're trying to do is fast forward the the reload. So if somebody like a, let's say a Kawhi or a Luka, somebody like that became available, basically what you're what you're trying to do is is speed it up. You know what I mean? So there's benefit in that to to getting something that's already proven than something that you have to develop. Yeah, I think. Obviously, that is the case. The reason why I disagree with with that sentiment is because, you know, the Rockets have time. The Rockets have time to develop who is going like they have time to develop this team. Their their timeline, if we're really, truly honest with ourselves, the Rockets timeline for winning a championship is 10 years from now, 2031. I think that is a very easy place because. Not only this is the first time we've really mm. gone through the lottery experience, and we're going to go through the lottery experience many times over the next couple of years, whether it's the Rockets not being good or whether it's those Nets picks in the middle of the decade not being so good. And then we won't have to be as nervous for the draft lottery as we were tonight. Um, Andrew, I saw that you were flashing your mic. Andrew's a fan. Uh, so feel free to share anything that uh, you were looking at. Yeah, I was just looking at – I wouldn't trade a number two pick for anyone less than Luka, not Kawhi. He's too old. And just what you were just saying about the uh, timeline, Jeremy. Um, trade away a number two pick that you control for seven years for a guy in his in 30-plus. That doesn't make any sense. So unless it's a young superstar like disgruntled Luka, no, you hold on to it. You grab Evan Mobley, and <clears throat> you get another top four next year, and then we're good to go. No, nah, nah, man, look. Congratulations, uh, Jeremy. Uh, I said, see, I, I had, I had them right, top two, right. This is, I, I thought they were gonna at least get like what top three at least, right. So that's that's a good thing. So, look, um, now I really hope, I really hope they take Green or uh, or Sucks. You know what I'm saying? If if you ask me, uh, but yeah. So why Very, Ace Ace Ace? I just wanted to. Uh, introduce you to to our to our show but you mentioned Jalen Suggs now we kind of established a little bit earlier that it should be either Mobley or Jalen yeah Green. yeah I, I said I said Jaylen I said Suggs. Suggs or Green like or, or Green I'm saying so Green why Jalen Suggs? Suggs why do you think the Rockets should go with Jalen Suggs at number two I won't even directly say Suggs like Suggs would be like the second option if you if if let, let's say Green is like well what I intrigues mean, you about Jalen Suggs well I mean I think uh, I like his shooting. I like his. I like his scoring. Uh, overall, I think he still has. I think he has some type of defensive potential. Uh, six four, six five. I think he's quick. Very. It, he intrigues me a lot, bro. I, I, I think they'll. I think they'll fit. I, I think. I think they'll fit like uh, him and uh, Porter Jr. Especially if Porter Jr. playmaking keeps progressing and Suggs like and Suggs shows that he can play off ball. Like that'll that'll definitely be interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Ace, Ace, can I ask you a question? Yeah, what's good, bro? If you draft Jalen Suggs, where do you put Jay Sean Tate? Do you move him to the four? I mean, I'm I'm if you asking me, like, I mean, you want to start Jay Sean Tate? 
like like on a championship yeah, winning team. Just on the all rookie start. Team. You're not gonna bench him. I'm talking about like on a on a championship winning team. You want to start him? Like you want to like not not like keep not, like I'm well the Rockets him, but... are not a championship yeah. team anytime. I know soon. they're not. I know they're not. But I'm just I'm just saying like after after these next two years, I think they'll be in the first round after these next two years. So I that, think, that's I mean, the hope. I think if they get this pick right, they could be in the playoffs next year. Not uh, next year. It's going to be after this. Uh, it's going to be after next year. It's going to be. Could after I? Yeah. Um, yeah, are, are you talking about the play in? You talking about the play in or the playoffs? Yeah, Christian's here to speak. Christian is a contributor over with us at the Dream Shake. So, Christian, uh, feel free to uh, the floor is yours. Yeah. Well, what I wanted to say is, I think the most important consideration in the modern NBA is to find the best guy at getting his own shot that's available at number two. So it's really a question of who you think that is. Um, if, you know, it could be any of the people we're talking about. It's really just a matter of that, that that seems to be the key in the modern NBA is can he create his own shot and make it? And um, I, to me, it's probably green um, unless Mobley is stealth Durant, as some people say, in which case, well, I guess you have to take him. Yeah. Zeke, uh, I, I, I don't see you here on stage with us. Really? Um, if I'm you're here to... asking for a speaker request, I'm not seeing it. But are you Jeremy, here? I'm here. Stage Zeke? I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I can't see you. I can hear you. Can't see you. Oh, yeah. So I guess it's guess things are just technical yeah. difficulties. Zeke but, with um, Rockets lead. Yeah. Um, my opinion is, is that for all of this is like, this is a blessing, right? We could have easily been the Minnesota Timberwolves and not had a pick, right? And been stolen by a thief, right? known as Presti with OKC. Like, that is good. We got to keep our pick top four. That was the only thing I cared about. We got two. And that, to me, we may not get Cade, but then we have to also realize that KPJ is our lottery pick right now because we got it for back chips. It's a possibility. You know what I mean? Now, there's still the possibility of Cade, but let's be honest. I think the Pistons want Jalen Green. And, well, that's fair. I mean, but I, I think the consensus pick to many people is Kate. That so, is for sure is the consensus, the, I, but I, I think the Pistons want uh, Jalen. No, no, I, I, I understand that. Um, oh, you think the Pistons want Jalen Green, number one? I would cry. Because if, if the Pistons take Jalen Green, number one, which I don't think will ever happen. No, it won't happen. Do, I, just, they, I think they, they like I think they like Okay, that's fair. Um, I, I just wanted to say that, Um, listen, right now it's literally between – Green and Mobley, right? And if I'm being honest, I think there's a reality that Green is going to happen more than Mobley, just because of the principle that Silas doesn't like starting two bigs at the same time. Christian Wood is our big, unless we decide to trade. Uh, unless I, we decide to I trade, think he's a... Unless I wonder if Kelly Olenek changed his mind on that. Uh, uh, yeah, well, Christian Wood is more of a four. Yo, and I think yeah, that yeah, he's you four. saw that he, he wanted Kelly Olenek and Christian Wood on the court because... They actually produce, so I don't see him having a problem. No, I happen at the five. I no, I think what he wants is that he wants shooting at all costs there for that to fit. So with Kelly Olynyk, it worked because he was a hyper shooter for us. The problem is, is that if we put Mobley and Wood there, how much shooting would you allow that to be there and still have a good defensive impact? He still wants to play relatively quick and small. But that's the problem with. That, but that's the that's the thing though. Mobley is actually a a decent shooter, and he's only going to get better. And Christian Wood improves his three point shooting, so you don't necessarily have to have a five out offense. You can still have one four offense and have Mobley closer to the basket because he's a decent mid range shooter as well. I understand that. I'm just saying, 
from what we have seen and what he has echoed himself. Now, he may change his mind because Mobley is a talent that you cannot deny. But if the case still stands, Jalen Greed is not a bad option because you're going to have two, you're going to have guards where the smallest guard on the court is six foot six. Like, that's a baseline to literally set your team up where you actually have a tall backcourt. You know what I mean? And if somebody here said it before, the success of basketball so far has shown that it's about wings, 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 and wings. Look at the teams right now in the in the Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals. They have a ton of wings. Atlanta, look at freaking um look at look at the Suns, look at the Clippers. It's just wings, wings, and wings and wings. They're bigs. Some people have like higher quality bigs, and some people have bigs that are like afterthoughts, like Ivanka Subak, right? You just have to be short and steady. I So I don't think it can particularly go wrong. I'm more of the green. I, but if I had to choose, I think I'm more... I, I, I think if Chris, if we can see what Christian Wood is willing to like, if we can get Christian Wood to stay and be with the timeline and be okay with that, then you, you, pick, you pick green. But if you feel that Wood is starting to think, like, have, have different thoughts about staying, then you get rid of him. And then you can probably trade him for another pick within the draft or later on in the future for assets. Yeah, here's here's another thing, too, that I'd like to kind of throw into the mix before I kind of reset the room. So I think there, there are certain instances at the top of the draft where teams usually draft fit versus need. And when you draft, when you're in the rocket position and you're rebuilding, you can't afford to do that. You have to draft the best available, regardless of position. Because in reality, basketball is a positionless game, right? So you take the best talent available, regardless of position. You don't care if Wooden Mobley is going to cause a log jam front court. You don't care if you know Green and Jay Sean Tate are going to cause a log jam on the wings. You don't care if Cade and Kevin Porter are going to you know cause a log jam in the backcourt with John Wall. You take the best player available. And to me, I believe that is right now Evan Copley. But there, I can be sold on Jalen Green on a different day. But I do want to kind of reset the room. This is an episode of the Dream Take, but we do have our friends over at Apollo, the Rockets lead, and Gen Z Rockets here with us as well, along with some fans in the audience over here at Spotify Green Room. So uh, I do want to kind of open up the floor again just to kind of throw in their thoughts that they have not shared yet. Uh, feel free to just flash your mic so you know that I am, uh, that you know that I'm talking. Uh, it looks like Tony wants to speak again. So, Tony, uh, anything to add more to the conversation? I actually have a, a question for everyone. Um, so, we started talking about uh, Olenek and uh the backcourt um so how do you how does everyone think that free agency um with Olenek um possibly signing a Zach Levine and maybe drafting a Kai Jones like how do you think that that would affect the pace Jeremy you want me to take that one go ahead it was open I, to the floor, so you go ahead, Mike. I, I think it's Evan. You got to take Evan Mobley at number two, for the simple fact that this is the dude that you need next to Christian Wood. 
because this allows Christian Wood to become more of what he is. He wants to play away from the basket. He doesn't want to have his back to the basket. He doesn't want to be a rim protector. He wants to play on the perimeter, which he's incredibly successful at. And Evan Mobley allows him to do that. And that's why I think you can't rely on free agency to dictate the draft pick. You have to use the draft pick on, like Jeremy said, the best player available, which I honestly feel like is Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley is an absolute stud. And the Rockets coming out of this draft with either Evan Mobley or Jalen Green is a huge win for this franchise. Is it as big of a win as Cade Cunningham? No. But it's still a huge win, and I'll take it every day of the week. Thing to add in here, uh, or Ryan. Ryan wants to speak. So uh, Ryan, a longtime listener of our podcast. So Ryan, uh, what are your thoughts on on what Tony just said? And uh, feel free to add something in yourself as well. Uh, how you guys doing? What's doing up, Ryan? Well, doing well. Dude, I feel like I just got uh, punched by Rocky Balboa to the gut. Oof. Like, so you're not happy? I'm not happy at all. I'm very pissed off, to be honest with you. You were you were that much team Cade. I feel you, Ryan. I was a hundred percent wanting Cade, and you know the way the way I've always seen it, Jeremy, is if you're the worst team in the whatever league it is, you deserve the best player. No ands buts about it. Flat, plain and simple. Move on. I mean, yeah, I, I can understand. I can understand Ryan's sentiment. I, I I see where you're coming from, but also at the same time, like the thing with Cade is. I don't think it's a hundred percent a slam dunk that he's going to have the best career in this class. In fact, I don't even know if I, I think there are guys outside of this that will have incredible careers. That's why, you know, it's a really good thing that the Rockets have three first round picks here. And Tony mentioned the idea of drafting Kai Jones. And the only way the Rockets are going to get Kai Jones is if they trade either one or both of those picks to get into the late lottery and go for a Kai Jones. That's I think Kai Jones's ceiling is maybe about number eight. I think there's a chance that he could jump as high as that. Uh, but I think that after the lottery, he won't be uh, he won't be on the board after the lottery. So the Rockets yeah, are gonna have to trade into the lottery. So uh, Dell's flashing his mic. I guess Once, that means he would like to speak. Uh, so uh, Ryan, any, any last point? Yeah, I just so. Is Kai? I don't know much about Kai Jones. Is he a bigger player? Is he a smaller player? Because my thoughts are is at two. If Kai Jones is a bigger player, you take. I'm I'm locked in at Jalen Suggs at number two, and then if you get a chance, if, if Kai Jones is a, is a bigger body, then you take Kai Jones. But I'm not familiar with Kai Jones, so that's my thought. Yeah, Kai Jones is about a six eleven center, incredibly athletic, uh, kind of like a, I guess. It's a weird comparison because they're both from Texas, but like a Miles Turner kind of guy. I think that he could be he could be like that in the NBA. Uh, so okay. there's that possibility. But you know, you go green, you go or what uh, Tony mentioned, like Zach trading for Zach Levine, which you know could could be an idea. Zach Levine is an expiring contract at the end of the season. If if he shows signs that he really doesn't want to stay in Chicago, I'd imagine that the Bulls would look to move him. Although. You know, they, they did make a very big uh, investment into Zach Levine by trading their first-round pick this year. That pick is going to the Orlando Magic. The Magic have two picks in the top eight this year. So 
the Bulls, I think they're going to keep Levine, uh, but I, I want to now get on with what Dell was trying to say. So, Dell, welcome to the show. Right. Uh, feel free to share. All right, yeah, uh, I just wanted to make this quick point. Um, not getting number one is obviously, you know, a letdown in some ways, but number two offers a lot of the flexibility that Rafael Stone was talking about. And plus, the Pistons still owe the Rockets a draft pick. And Cade being an NBA-ready prospect that pushes them to a higher spot in the Eastern Conference, hopefully pass some of those protections, which would give the Rockets another future asset. So I just wanted to kind of make that point, and you guys can go on with whatever you do. That's a good point, Dale. Christian? Yeah, I wanted to add in that um, I think people are perhaps – basing too much of their thinking around Christian Wood. He certainly looked like a good player, but he also was mostly unavailable. So I don't think, you know, worrying about big stacking up or anything like that, to echo your point, Jeremy, on, you know, roster construction, the Rockets, the last time the Rockets drafted anywhere near this was Yao Ming. It's Mm -hmm. a long time. You have to get a guy you think can be the franchise star. And I wouldn't spend a lot of time counting on Christian Wood until he shows he can stay healthy. Yeah. Bingo. And honestly, when we were doing our top prospects series over at the Dream the Dream Take, the number one player that we 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 profiled the top five. So uh Cade, Mobley, Suggs, Green, and uh Kaminga. Of those five people, the person I was the most impressed by, the person that I guess gained more social um or more capital in my head, more draft stock in my head. It was Evan Mobley. Like, I really think he is going to be an all-NBA defender someday. I think he has the ability to do that. And and I think we've also seen in the last couple of years, having a big that can create is also very important in the NBA. It's why Christian Wood makes a lot of sense in the NBA and will hopefully be part of a contender uh, in Houston, you know. But also, we have to keep in mind that Christian Wood, um, his timeline doesn't necessarily match the rest of the Rockets, you know, there's, there's a guarantee. There's no guarantee. He's going to be with the team in two seasons. So that's also something that we have to keep in mind. Um, I see Andrew flashing his mic. So we'll go to him. Andrew, anything to add? Yeah. I just want to back up with Christian said, I agree. I don't think there's anybody on the current roster whom you would draft with the fit around him in mind, even KPJ. Um, you don't know about any of these guys. So you pick the best player available and, also got to keep in mind that there's probably five guys who could in three or four years wind up being the best player out of this draft. The, you know, the variability of outcomes for any of the individuals is bigger than the difference between any of the individuals. So, you know, maybe K turns out to be the best, but maybe, maybe green does. Um, And, you know, it's really hard to say from one or the other. Yeah. I think that it's a very, Look, I think we're going to be talking about this for months and months on end. I think it's going to even bleed into the season. Um, talking about, you know, this idea of Wood and Mobley. Will that work? Will it not? And, you know, it's something that we're going to continue the conversation with over at our various at our various websites. So I think this is a good place uh, to park the rocket ship for now. But feel free to throw us a follow over on Twitter at the dream take and at dream shake SBN for all things Houston Rockets over at SBNation.com. Would love to thank everyone that was part oh. of this room today, especially our, 
our hosts over with Apollo, with Britt and Lashard. Uh, you can also, uh, and Britt's still with us on stage here. So, Britt, if you would like to plug any Apollo stuff, uh, the floor is yours. Yep. So you can follow Apollo at Apollo HOU. Um, you can follow me at, on Twitter at Britt Robatista. And you can also follow me on Step Back Sisterhood. That's at. Thank you so much, Britt. And I'd also like to shout out Zeke. He was a huge uh, component in getting this room set up. So Zeke uh, is with Rockets Lead. Uh, Zeke, feel free to plug anything that you guys are working on over at the Lead. Okay, so um, we're now doing the Liftoff podcast. We just relaunched it. So, yeah, definitely follow us on there, Rockets Lead. Follow me at It's Just Zeke, I-T-Z-J-U-S-T-Z-E-K-E. And, you know, Rockets content, baby, you know. This is the greatest day that we had all year. So follow me. Follow me there. Follow me on all my socials. And, yeah, also follow me here on... uh, uh, on Spotify Green, Green Moon, if you want to see us at the Hoops Adventures every Tuesday and Thursday, 5 p.m., 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah, excellent content over at the Hoops Avengers and at the Rocket Fleet. Uh, you can all follow my my co-pilot, Mr. Michael Brown, on Twitter at BSW Podcast underscore MB. And you can also follow my other co-pilot, Mr. Raymond Lucas, on Twitter at, at Raymond Lucas Jr. Absolutely. And a huge shout out to all of the listeners that came in. This was obviously the largest room that we've had. And I would love to do this again, hopefully maybe for the draft or something. Uh, This was definitely a lot of fun. And uh, it was a good thing that we got the pick tonight. Uh, If we got the number five pick, it might not have been as fun. But uh, it's really nice to have all of Rocket's Twitter collaborating and uh, just working together and celebrating together. So we're definitely talking more about... Uh, more about the Rockets, more about Mobley versus Jalen Green versus Jalen Suggs, all of that uh, and on future episodes of the Dream Take here on Spotify Green Room. It's now rebranded from Locker Room, so head to the App Store at Spotify, uh, and search up Spotify Green Room, create an account, and whenever we're recording live episodes, feel free to chime in and, uh, and contribute to the show. So again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Dream Take, and until next time, Go Rockets! Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical.